Yo, Thun, we gotta get this loot up. Where is going, Thun? Yeah, to all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, niggas who ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone in these streets, cousin. Every man for themselves in his land, we be gunning. And keep them shook crews running like they supposed to. They come around, but they never come close to. I can see it inside your face, you're in the wrong place. Cowards like you just get their whole body laced up with bullet holes and such. Speak the wrong words, man, and you will get touched. You can put your whole army against my team, and I guarantee you it'll be your very last time breathing. Your simple words just don't move me. You're minor, we major. You're all up in the game and don't deserve to be a player. Don't make me have to call your name out. Your crew is featherweight. My gunshots will make you levitate. I'm only 19, but my mind is older. When the things get for real, my warm heart turns cold. Another nigga deceased, another story is told. It ain't nothing really. And yo, done sparked the Philly. So I could get my mind off these yellow back niggas. While they still alive, I don't know. Go figure. Meanwhile, back in Queens, the realness and foundation. If I die, I couldn't choose a better location when the slugs penetrate. Feel a burning sensation, getting closer to God in a tight situation now. Take these words home and think it through. Or the next rhyme I write might be about you, Sunday show. Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look, they shook. Cause ain't no such thing as halfway crooks. Scared to death and scared to look. Living the life that is diamonds and guns. There's numerous ways you can choose to earn funds. Some get shot, locked down, and turn nuns. Cowardly hearts and straight up shook ones. Shook ones. He ain't a crook, son. He just shook ones. For every rhyme I write, it's 25 the life. It was so much to get to trust, safeguard of my life. A League Show with Almighty Baller Network. Uh, we've got a really good, good episode coming here, y'all. Kenny Anderson's on the phone waiting for us. We're also going to talk about the Hawks uh, and some other news there. But Kenny Anderson, uh, we've been waiting for this one for a minute. Kenny, Kenny, you on the line with us? Yeah, what's up, my man? What's, what's up, man? How you doing, Mr. Chips? How you doing, man, this morning? I'm doing good, man. Good, doing good. So uh, let's start off. I know you got the documentary coming. Um, yeah. What kind of gotten you to, to the feeling of, of wanting to make this, create this? What kind of pushed you to do it? Um, you know, about four four years ago, was all these thirty for thirty short stories and documentary phase. And my family and friends were like, man, Kenny Anderson, you know, you got you got a story. You got to get that message out. So I met with uh, Jill Campbell, my director, who did a hell of a job on the storyline. Barry Greenstein, who invested into my my doc, my story, he believed in it. And we just he started shadowing me for four years, and um, you know, just all my life, you know, and. It went from there, getting great reviews. Um, and it's uh, real raw, raw, but, you know, real classy, though, you know. I, I've seen, like, is it, for you comparing it to other, like, sports docs, what's, what makes it a little no. bit different? No, it's, or is it it's, even it's a totally sport doc? different. Okay. I mean, I'm just, the tru- I'm truthful. I'm not, it's not politically, it's not a sit-down interview, you know. It's really, you're getting me really raw. And she, she caught me at some, 
Some some times when I was, you know, just real raw times, my family. I touched on so many different issues that a lot of these young kids are going through today. Um, just it's not a basketball highlight reel. It's not. It's just about my life, man. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I love it. I love the story. It's going to be with me for forever. You know, I think it's going to help a lot of people, not just uh, bath players and not just young people, but uh, adults in general. Was there any part of it um, during the shooting that made you maybe uncomfortable or maybe relive some of some of the demons or whatnot? Oh, yeah, that was, it was therapy for me. You know what I mean? Like I said, it, it's something, it's, I hit a lot of points. I came out about, what, six, seven years ago um, that I've been molested as a child and um, twice and, um, you know, I've been abused and things of that nature. So that was probably the, the most uncomfortable, you know, position. And I think a lot of documentaries are, are good. But a lot of it is not touching the raw. A lot, a lot of these guys are rolling around with demons and, and, and scared to tell their story. We all have stories. We all. But it's, it, it, some of us are scared to uh, let let them out. You know, me, I'm, I sacrifice myself to help others because I've seen what's been going on in the world. You know, watching TV, watching um, social media. I said, I have to come out. I have to, I have to have a voice, man, because I have a plat, plateau being an NBA All Star and being a child prodigy, being who I am. I have to let people know that you know I was, I was damaged, and I'm trying to get help, yeah. and that would help somebody else. And that's all I did. That's all I wanted to do, and I've done that. What was uh, that child prodigy? I saw some of the stories about it. Um, just as man as the pressure you had, how did you kind of cope? I mean, how did you deal with it? Having that much uh, of attention on you at eight years old, nine years old, the stories about you and, and like, how was that growing up with that amount of pressure on you? Well, that, that was not bad because I, I really was tuned in and protected. You know, it takes a child to, it takes a, a village to raise a child. So where I came from left rack city, they really raised me. A lot of guys mentored me and helped me, you know, stay away from the drugs, uh, stay away from crime, you know what I mean? And I respect that. So when, early, it was, uh, I had a great supporting cast. And, and yeah, oh, wait, hold on, Kenny. Uh, so, so going on to, you know, you had a great supporting cast to help, you know, kind of protect you coming up as a child prodigy. Uh, another child prodigy, you know, Phenom uh, from New York that, that we kind of saw, you know, still, like he's just going down a bad path in his career on and off the court. Sebastian Telefair, man. Um, did, have you ever spoken to Sebastian before? Gave him some advice? Gave him some tips along the way? No, I, I, I would love to talk to some of those guys, but the egos and the, the arrogance, and you, you, you have to fall. You have to eat that humble pie, you know. And we all gonna eat that humble pie, you know. I always say it, it doesn't taste good, but it's good for the soul, you know. And when you come down, then, then you be able to you be able to talk to you know be able to talk to some of us. But a lot of us athletes, hard to deal with, hard to talk to. I'm not saying Sebastian, but I'm just saying the the, the, the alpha male, the the ego. You know, no, I could do this on my own, you know, and, and you really can't. You have to get professional help, and you know, it, it's just life. You know what I mean? So, you know, a lot of us athletes entertain everybody. Just you know, hey man, I'm I'm cool. I don't need to talk. I don't need to you know deal with people that might have experienced something that you're going through. I just think it's a, a plus and it's a, a positive if, if, if you could have somebody that's been through it that could talk to you that's older than you that don't. 
But a lot of us think we can do it on our own. And I just say, God bless him, man. I hope you get his life together. Is that a New York thing at the same time? Like, you know, where all men have the, the ego problem, but in New yeah. York, it's a little kicked up. I don't know. You know, I, I, I think so. Who knows? I, I, like I said, I, I, I always, you know, um, I tweet a lot. You know, I always think out loud. And, uh, I think we all worry, I think all of us worry about the wrong. We worry about the wrong things. Uh, that's not my concern, you know, about I'm just trying to, you know, take care of Kenny Anderson, be the best person I can be, better, best, best father, best friend, all that. And, and, and when, they, when they come, you know, that time to come to look in the mirror and see, you know, what it's all about, I guess they'll get it. So, you know, I just, you know, I'm not worried about um, opinions of others. You know, God ain't, God ain't make us like that. I just, I worry about just trying to give love to everybody and trying to help. That's all I'm trying to do, man. Peace. And in addition to that, you was mentioned a little bit earlier about um, about New York basketball, and I think I remember um, reading uh, what you wrote one time on the um, at the Players Tribune um, yeah. about the um, just the just the the overall importance of basketball, its connection, it, you know, New York's connection to the basketball community altogether, and just you know how much it really is ingrained into you know into the culture of you know of young kids, particularly young black kids growing up in in Brooklyn and Harlem and the Bronx and Queens and just th- just throughout the city. It was once like that when I grew up, you know, in the eighties. It was huge. It was our outlet, you know. So we had a lot of summer leagues in the playground. It made me, you know, who who, who I am today, Paul's on the court. You know, my um, competitiveness, my toughness, uh, playing in the uh, different um, boroughs. You know, we had five boroughs. I lived in Queens, so I, my thing was I needed to I needed to go out and play in each borough and let these dudes know what I'm about. So I went to Brooklyn, Bronx, uh, Manhattan. You know, Long Island. That I want the whole New York City to know that you know, Chibs. You know, because New York, my family, and that's why I named my documentary Chibs. My mother named me Chibs. I didn't know I was Kenny until kindergarten. So my name, everybody in New York knew me as Chibs. And my mother, when I did things great or had a good game or did something special, she called me Mr. Chibs. So that's why I named my documentary Mr. Chibs. So whole New York knew. Yo, Chibs is coming through. Chibs, they have he having a game, so I would just pack the park. You know, what I mean that was special to me. You know, and and that's my outlet. You know, I stayed out of trouble that way. And, you know, and everybody in New York, by that, all my friends, we stayed on the court all day and played. Went to the the um, the, the, the the corner store, got the quarter water, the, the chips. You know, we chip in and get a sandwich, and everybody share it. It was it was love like that. It was that's all we did, man. You know, played in the park, stayed in the park. Do you feel hopped like on the train? We hopped on the train. You know, what I mean, nobody had no money. Two of us, we we squeezed in together. I got caught a few times by the cops by hopping the train. I'd say, hey, man, I ain't got it, man. We just going to play ball, man. You know, and they let us go. It is what it is. You know, man. <laughs> you feel like it has it uh, has changed has it changed at all? Like the New York City, like the basketball scene. Is it look? I mean, from your perspective now. Now. Now it has. It's just that it's no more mentors like we had back in the '80s. It's no more, no more basketball. Everybody doing certain different. I like the music business is hot. You know, everybody trying to get the music. Uh, a lot of kids. 
have left New York because of their environment. So they go into prep schools and things of that nature. But it's not, it's no more park tournaments. Like we had a lot of, so like I said, you didn't even have to play travel ball in New York. You just just play summer league ball. There was games, you know, citywide, Elm Corps, Boys of Yesteryear. Oh, man, LaGuardia House tournament. Hey, yo, there's so many tournaments. We just played three, four, five games a day. But it's not like that no more mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Did you think, I mean, with I'm some of the kids, are you thinking they're, they don't have the the same pride of, of repping New York as, as you guys did? Is it is it just that, nah, maybe? Nah, nah, they don't have it. It's just a different era, man. The whole yeah. generation, basketball in general, NBA, college, High school, travel ball, everybody's changed, man. This is a little entitlement generation, soft. Everything is a little soft, but we was growing a little harder, man. It is what it is. Well, you you talked about even, um, you mentioned, we mentioned tech or whatnot. How was it there? I mean, your time at tech, what do you reflect on when you think about Georgia Tech? Tech? Two years there. Georgia Tech, that's Mm -hmm. my heart, man. (laughs) My second home, man, Atlanta, man. The four years at Malloy, two years at Tech, that was my sixth. Best years of playing basketball. Two years. That was two years of my life. Best time of my life is at Georgia Tech, man. The whole whole thing, man. <laughs> playing ball, lethal weapon three, Dennis Scott, Brian Oliver, myself, Coach Crimmins, my Tech family, just the campus, the Atlanta. You know, I got to Atlanta when it was small town, like nobody knew about, 89. And then it just blew up. Um, just the relationships I, I met and what I dealt with people and – it just was an awesome experience for me, man. You know, it's something I would never forget. I, I give a lot of love to Georgia Tech, and um, it's, 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 it means it means a lot to me. My high school and my college it means a lot to me. What was what was it like seeing uh, another another New Yorker and Stephon Marbury come down? What was you guys' relationship like? And I guess how you guys end up getting compared a little bit, you know, throughout your time in the NBA. I let- so he looked up to me, you know, and that's why that's one of the reasons he went to Georgia Tech. But I, you know, it, it, he looked up to me, you know, he went to Georgia Tech. I got him there and rap with him. He's a great player. And um, that's so that's so be it. You know, I don't really, you know, he's doing great things in China. He, he re, redid his life over. God bless him. But I don't really know him like that, you know, like 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 that. You know, we, we talk every now and then. But uh, that was it, you know. Kenny, man, as a basketball nerd, uh, I got to ask you about, you know, you were just talking about some of your best years playing basketball. I can imagine this was one of the, the worst teams you've ever been on uh, in 2004, 2005. You know, you go back home to, well, not back home, you know, but, you know, back to your college town of Atlanta. And you yeah. signed with uh, the team with Antoine yeah. Walker, yeah. all-star, uh, yeah. top rookies, Josh Smith, Josh Childers, yeah. and uh, Al yeah. Harrington, the guy who's always kind of a borderline all-star snub. So going to that team, what, what, did, what did you and John Barry expect coming back to Atlanta? I expect nothing. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm wrong with it. Uh, my, my documentary got me on this. I was... I was hanging on, man. I didn't really want to play no more. I lost my passion. I just came back home to Atlanta. They gave me a, a deal. <laughs> I, did, I really didn't think nothing of it. I just didn't have it. Uh, my mother my, my mother passed away in 2005. That was around that time. I just, the lead, you know, I, I let it get to me as far as the politics of it, you know, getting traded. And I was worn out, man, by 14 years. I didn't really want to play no more. So I just came there just to come there, just to have a good job. That was it. 
You know what I mean? And I, and I, I mean, uh, Mike Woodson, who's a good friend of someone that's real close to me. And I told him that, like, when we talk, when we go, when we see each other, I said, man, I, I ain't really have it. I ain't had a passion. I ain't really, like, going to practice. I ain't really want to play no more. I just was just doing it just to do it. And he, he laughed, and he realized. He said, yeah, I know. Because I just wasn't there, you know, mentally. So it was just, like, great to be back home, back in Atlanta, seeing my people and all that. That was it. And, and, that, and that's after the year. That year, I retired. Right after that, I was gone. I was done, mentally. And do you think it's like that with a lot of players in the NBA right now? I don't. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm just a real breed because I'm honest, and it is what it is. A lot of people hanging on, maybe for they, they they need the money and all that. I come from nothing, so I really didn't care about the money. You know, what I mean, I'll figure something out later. So a lot of people still need they need the money, so they hanging on. But I said I don't want to deal with the. Uh, the mental, you know, my psyche. I rather, like I said, I told my son, we got to, man, once you lose passion to something, man, it's time to move on. Let's do something else. You know what I mean? It, I, it's a, it don't seem like it. Some of them older guys that's probably still playing and still getting better. I don't want to go out like that. You know, not sitting on the bench. I hope, you know, I, I didn't come in like that. So some guys are coming in and uh, lead, playing, and then all of a sudden they, um, they uh not playing. They just sitting there. They're just collecting a check. I guess they want to do that. I didn't want to do that. Were you, I mean, you kind of hit on it. Were you surprised by it? Because you said you were worn yeah. down by that period of time. Um, was it distractions outside of the NBA and, and, and whatnot that came along that eventually, like, kind of wore you out and it, it kind of no. drained you from the focus of just playing basketball? No. The, the, the politics of it wore me down. Like, I came in New Jersey. You know, that was that was great. I, if you look at my career, I got traded every time I played well. How could that happen? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boston, I led them to the Eastern Conference Finals. They traded me in the summer. <laughs> Portland, I signed my big contract with the Blazers, and I balled out for two a year and a half, two years. Look at my numbers. They traded me. <laughs> so I'm like, holy snap. You know what I mean? So it's just a moving, moving around, dealing with coaches, dealing with players, Dealing with the bullshit. I was like, man, I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm not, I don't feel like playing, man. It, it joy, basketball didn't, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't happy for me. And my mother saw that, you know, when she was living. Some of that, she's like, damn, what's wrong? You ain't happy no more, player. I ain't really, because I just deal with all this other bullshit around. So I just, you know, it's just time to move on and do something else. Now I coach, give back to the youth, give back to the kids. Something I love doing. Love getting up in the morning, doing, dealing with them, man, dealing with kids and Doing it the right way, man. That's all. Did it take you a while to figure out exactly what you want to do afterwards? Um, you see, like a lot of these other guys, it, they, you know, still trying to figure out exactly which path they want to take. I mean, Kobe took. Uh, he's like, you know, storytelling and whatnot, and some guys go under ownership. But for sure. you, what? Did, how long did it take for you to figure out exactly what you wanted to do? Yeah, I'm still doing it. I'm still yeah. thinking about it. You know, what I mean, I've been out 12 years. I'm just giving back to the youth. I think I would love to coach uh, a very uh, like a prep school, high school, or or um, a high school team, or just now I'm doing programs for the youth. I got um, a program, Rivera Beach, uh, Florida, that is free for the kids out there. Monday, Thursday, they got my basketball academy, and then Saturdays are the games. I got a gym in Tampa that I'm trying to build up where I can work work out kids right now. Uh, high school kids, I'm trying to get to where I can get trained, you know, college pro guys, things of that nature. I want to. I still want to be in the gym, 
but I don't know if I want to coach on a, I know I don't want to coach on a pro level. And I know, you know, college level, yes, but definitely high school, good prep school. I would love to do that. That's where my passion at is with the youth and trying to help them not only X and O's, playing basketball, crossover, jump shots, putting them in plays, that's nothing. But about life, you know, life mentorship, life coach, you know, that's where I think I see myself, you know, just, you know, just giving back. And that's what makes my documentary, you know, so powerful because that's what it's all about, just giving back and just, you know, being that kid and being vulnerable and just trying to help. Like I said, just sacrifice myself to help somebody else. That's what it's all about. Has has the NBA like reached out to you at all for I mean as far as doing something like that consulting or doing mentorship yeah. for you got these guys the draft was just a couple of days ago yeah. um, I mean would that be have they ever reached out to you to do something like that to fill that role No no I'm here nobody reached out to me I, you know I'm not chasing anyone not chasing nothing or anyone I just keep doing me and if it if it's powerful and it's helping uh, it's great. And then maybe one day they'll understand it and see it. If not, God bless them. You know, I just got to keep doing me. Uh, well, what's going on in North Korea and, and the United States? What would you say uh, was like your experience like in North Korea? My, my experience was great. <laughs> I went over there. They took care of us. I was just being an ambassador of basketball. Went over there with Dennis Rodman. You know, when he went left with it and got on TV and did that CNN uh interview where we, we're not politicians by no means. I told them don't do it. I went over there, you know, we had a, we had a clinic we, we, we with a national team and everything was good. But, you know, it, it went sideways because you know, we're not politicians. He thought when he, he didn't know what was going on and got on there on CNN and that's when it all, we got backlash for, for going over there and all that. But it's all good, man. It's a great experience for me. I learned some things. And uh, probably would never go back, but it was a great experience. <laughs> was it misunderstood, y'all, what the intentions were? Oh, to- totally, totally misunderstood. So, you know, it-, it was all good. You know, it was life, man. You live and learn. It was a great experience. It's somebody, something that nobody's been over there, and I was over there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it's, it's very interesting. I could tell my kids that I was well, over there. Well, I was just... over there about four days. It was crazy. It was, it was nice. The way they took care of us, you know, it was nice. It wasn't no, you know, nothing style. You know, it was awesome. But I think everybody got, you know, it was very misunderstood. What would you say about Dennis Rodman's involvement with North Korea right now? I don't, hey, man, that's his thing. He, he got a thing over there. He's trying to, I guess, trying to uh, uh, cross over to the politician mode. And we are athletes, and that's what, that's what I am, and you know, if you know that, if you educated through politics, politics, and you know that, so be it. Then you go do that stuff. But if you don't know too much about what's going on, I just wouldn't touch it. But Dennis Rodman is his own his own person, and um, actually, he's really a good dude. We've done some stuff together out here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and um, but he you know he wants to keep going over there. That's him. What, what kind of do you, what do you want people to take away from the doc um, and in your career as a whole? Because you had so much, uh, so much the talent was there. You were really excited to watch and whatnot. But what do you want people to kind of take away from your career and and even from the doc? I, I don't. My career is great. You know what? I always the thing I get out of it. I'm from New York. Man. I'm a New York legend, so that's all that matters to me. <laughs> like all the other stuff. Like New York is like 
that's that's the mecca of basketball. So far as basketball and all that, I'm the best to come out of New York. So that's like a high. That's like a high for me right there. Hall of Fame, NBA, all that. I don't care about that. Like as much New York. That's where like my whole surrounds it. So when I'm in New York, that's like yo. That's he's the best. He was the best to come out of New York. That like fulfills me. Like yeah, that's what's up. Better, better than Pee Wee. My legacy. Hey. It is what it is. <laughs> That's what I was saying. You the best out of New York? Okay. I got some more things to do, you know, giving back, helping helping the youth, and um, just paying it forward. You know, that's what I want people to say. Like, yo, he did more after basketball, helping people. And that's what, you know, that's what I want to, you know, I stand for. You know, that's all, man. That's all. And, and hopefully I'll live a good life uh, for healthy. That's my main thing, staying healthy. And mentally strong, and then we just and I go from there. You know, that's that's it, man. God bless me, man. So speaking, far, of, Jesus bless me. speaking of New York, what's your what's your take on everything that's been happening with the Knicks as of late? I don't know. I'm an ex net so I really didn't care about the Knicks, but I think Phil Jackson okay. should be uh should be um he he he's messing that whole organization up right now, man. Uh, how he treated Melo, and now he's talking about you know trading. KP, who's, you know, hype is potential, and I think you should build around a young kid like that who's got that much talent. Um, it's just, it's really black eye right now, Thanks how they treat Charles Oakley, and it's just really bad right now when you say the New York Knicks. You just get nothing good out of it right now. Hopefully they can turn that thing around. You know, you want the big organizations in the league to be positive. Um, you know, like Lakers, Chicago, Knicks, all the big-time cities, you know, uh, market. Boston is rolling right now. You know, let's get these other teams to get better. Um, it's good for the league. It's good for basketball. Do you feel like because of the struggles that the Knicks and the Nets have had, that that could be that 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 could be an issue that has somewhat contributed to the to the I guess the the whole idea which you was talking about earlier as far as how New York basketball just isn't what it once once was to today's youth as it was when you was growing up? Oh, no. You know, New York, New York is a mecca, man. Everybody's basketball heads. Everybody loves basketball in New York. And when New York Knicks are playing well and, and uh, Brooklyn Nets are playing well, everybody's in heaven. It's mentally, you know, you uh, basketball is entertainment. So it takes you away it takes you away for three and a half hours. When you go to that arena with your family, your kids, whatever you're going through, you, you hold that. You, 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 you hold that in the back, in the closet for three hours, three and a half. So basketball is a very, it's a global sport. And, you know, right now in New York and Brooklyn, it should be, you know, it should, we hope they get back to playing good basketball and putting good product on the floor. So, so the fans will be entertained and also, not only players, and uh, but also general managers and presidents running their organizations better than the Knicks are. Like, the Knicks are, is in dead last right now of how they're making the Knicks look far up top. Because it always starts up top, you know what I mean? Brooklyn, they just in, revolt, in rebuilding mode because they sold, they sold to get Kevin Garnett and Darren Williams and Paul Pierce when it first came to Brooklyn. So they sold their soul, and it kind of, you know, messed them up. It put them back some years, you know. Um, I think they will get it together, but it's going to take them 
three, four years maybe, you know, to get get uh get a good roster and get some good talent on that on that on that team. I heard you mention that basketball is entertainment. Do you that's kind of the you're subscribing to what LeVar Ball has said plenty of times. What's your opinion on him? LeVar Ball is a father, you know, who, who's marketing his sons and he, he's doing a great job. Some people don't like how he's you know, coming off, but hey, <laughs> he's doing a great job. His son is now with the Lakers, number two pick. Imagine if the son blows up and plays extremely well. It's, 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 it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, the big baller. What's, what's this company? Big baller. Big baller brand. Big baller brand, baby. Big baller brand is going to be huge. You know what I mean? And um, you know, some I, I laugh at him. I think he's funny. That's so same I, here. <laughs> right. people, I, I'll, be, I'll be waiting for him to have an interview because I know he's going to say something funny. I'll be like, <laughs> I love this interview at in, in the, in the draft. Yeah, he, he said he said he knew it before. He was a baby. He said he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he just yo, he's just a marketing dude, man. He's just marketing his three sons, and he's making a living off it. And, it, and it's just gonna it's gonna blow. And I think his son is gonna be very good. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta ask you one more last one here. Um, I've been this move has been played a thousand times. Uh, Bobby Hurley, the move you put on him. Do you? How many times does that play in your head? And then when you, if you ever seen Bobby Hurley, have you seen him since that move? Yeah, I love Bobby Hurley, man. <laughs> He's on my documentary. I went and spent a weekend with him at Arizona State University. That's my dude, man. I was the love. I spoke to his team. My documentary. That's why you got to see the doc, man. We we re, we redid the move on the court, man. It was crazy. <laughs> you know, it was crazy, man. You made him do it again. Dude, you made him relive that again. He wanted to compete. <laughs> Competitive point guard I ever played against. I know that for sure in college. You know what I mean. Yeah. Him and his father comes from a, uh, 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 a basketball family. Um, I just I wanted every time I played. It wasn't just him. It was Duke because they was winning so much. I just wanted to perform. So you know that night. You know that night. I marked that on the calendar. You know that was a huge ESPN game. Um, Atlanta was live. Thriller Dome was live. I'm like I'm gonna kill these dudes tonight. I'm going to put it on him. <laughs> that was just instance, man. Just, just when I saw him in front of me, boom, boom, I just went back to New York Street Playground on him, you know? That's what it's all about. But Bob Hurley's a great guy, man. Awesome. Cool, cool. Kenny, man, it's big ups to you. Appreciate you coming in and uh, sharing all that documentary with us. Um, I know it's been circling around, like, different festivals and whatnot. Yeah. When is it going to yeah. be made open to the public to watch or... I don't know. I give it about a year. I don't own it now, so they own it. We got distributors. So I'm out of the business loop right now. But um, Atlanta, for sure. Atlanta and New York, it's going to be all over the place. Atlanta and New York, my two homes. So you just go to my website, MrTiz.com, keep you posted. And we got shirts. We got hats. We got all kind of stuff, man, merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Just check it out. Man. But, uh, you know, it's great getting this. I'm going down to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard Film Festival. They just doing a special screening. They love it so much. They just say, yo, we're going to just do a special screening for your, for your, for your doc. So I'm excited about that. Nice. The support has been huge, yo. man. We really appreciate you have, um, coming on today, man. My man, thank you for having me. Always. All love. Boom, that was Kenny Anderson, Mr. Chips. Uh, the doc has been, they've been talking about it for a couple of like three or four years now. 
actually it's been in the process but uh it's like he said i mean hopefully next year or so it'll be out for the public but uh that was that was fun man uh georgia tech legend I don't know if we've had a, a player Mahawk. like him, former Hawk. I don't know if we had, Georgia Tech's had a player like him since, but he was he was pretty damn exciting to watch. But um, Marbury, I think Kenny was more excited than Marbury. Chris you think Bosch. So? Well, nah. Chris Bosch wasn't really exciting. No, nah. he didn't. Well, Bosch was only there for like a year, right? Kenny was there for two. Yeah, and he took him to the Final Four. That's what, that's another thing. So mm. big ups to Kenny, man. Right. Uh, let's get on to our next subject here. We got the Hawks draft. What did y'all think about John Collins, the first, before, the nineteenth overall we get to the pick? Draft, I have a selection that I like to for my fallen friend Dwight Howard. Oh yeah, give him that moment. And so hard to say goodbye to. I'm gonna miss you, Dwight. Oh god. Are you over? You're the only one in the East that has proven he can beat LeBron James in the playoffs. I mean, I don't sing, but, you know, there's a song on Frozen that'd be really appropriate about Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight, I'm going to miss you, man. You're still giving back to the community. You're still true to Atlanta. And we just we just dumped you, man. It wasn't my decision, bro. It I promise. It wasn't you. It wasn't. <laughs> Let's talk about John Collins. Okay. Wow. 19 points, 9.8 rebounds, I think, last season. Okay. That surprised me because, you know, I, I didn't I didn't know about the dude, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm. We mean, surprised bro. to get him. They said they weren't, they didn't think they were going to get him. Who we got here? Dwight Howard. Oh! oh. <laughs> it's for Dwight. We're going to miss you, Dwight. Jeremy gonna miss you the most. <laughs> hey, can we get the frozen Shrek too? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, man! My poor bottle of forty out for here. The, for the ten hot fans that care about Dwight. <laughs> Dwight Howard traded. Man. You know we didn't get to say goodbye. Happened the overnight. Contract was only three years. It was only three years. He was on it, Twitter when he got traded. It, it, it wasn't even like the, <laughs> that. Like this was stunning the Hawks rebuilding. Like they were gonna rebuild in seven years as opposed to ten. Like. It don't make a difference. Are you upset about this trade? It, it, you weren't going to win a championship anyway. It was just two more years in the contract. So you mad? You think they could have waited it out for he two does, more years? I think they could. You really liked it. I know. Look. He does happy to see him. <laughs> it was cool. It was one year. He's he's out. Uh, Michael sounds like Michael's going to inspire him maybe to play at his old level. What if Michael brings the best out of Dwight Howard? Maybe we couldn't too. do that. That could yeah, happen, maybe. right? But maybe, maybe uh, Cliff. Uh, ain't his name Stephen Clifford? Yeah, Stephen Clifford. <laughs> maybe maybe Charlotte. you can bring it out of him. Uh, Charlotte. You know, yeah, coach. you never know what could happen. I though. mean, but Darvin Ham, I think, was a guy that worked with Dwight, that Dwight yeah, really liked in L.A. Yeah, it was in L.A. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and Dwight did Dwight did better in Atlanta than people give him credit 13 for. 13 and 13. That, that's a whole nother thing, but, you know, that's a different discussion for a different day. Um, uh, the, the dude, uh, Percy. A lot of people Straight like around. him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shooter. Like a lot of people, like on the internet, like the most popular pick. More than and our first then, pick? Uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> on social probably, media. No, probably, yeah, on social media, yeah. he got way more love. He was like, oh, the Hawks got the sleeper drive. And then, you know, of course, we got with the last pick, the Alpha. Oh, yeah, the Alpha Kappa. Alpha. Alpha Kappa, Alpha. You stepping in here, Rashad? Stepping in. Mr. Irrelevant. Kappa? <laughs> alpha, Kappa, Alpha, Alpha, Ooh. He's 
coming over too. Look, y'all crazy. How old is he? Like 18? <laughs> nah, he lying. He's, well, how old is he? he 29. Like 20, 20? <laughs> oh, man. Nah, he, he, he been getting them checks in, in uh, wherever he from. Where he, yeah, they, look. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Where he, I'm they, sorry, Alpha Kappa. We drafted a dude that was wearing, did y'all see the guy wearing the, uh, the purple jerseys and the yellow shorts? That was like the late, late second. I was like, yo. And they said he's definitely not coming. But Purple anyway. jerseys and yellow shorts. Yeah, it was. Except uh, they get drafted to the Lakers or something? Yeah, stuff? see, it looked like that. I was like, dude was looking ugly out there. That was, Alpha, that was Alpha Capital. That was Alpha. Was that him? <laughs> Shoot. It was? Yeah. What? Alpha Capital. <laughs> so this joker showed up to the draft in Laker colors? He did not show up in a draft Laker colors, not man. Alpha Capital. No, not Alpha Capital. Not Alpha Capital. We're at Georgia State. <laughs> So uh-huh. how do y'all? What do y'all grade the draft? What do y'all grade the Hawks draft? A C. Uh, a C? Why? Woo. Yeah. David with the when, I, when I play football, you know they. Say, uh, football players. The football players in here. When they ask you about <laughs> grades, they say uh, you got a C. That man, can't you do better? Damn. What? Travis Slink, you heard that? Travis Slink. <laughs> he said. Uh, I think that it was from a football coach talking to a football team. I'm just saying, man. My standards are higher than Hawks man, so you know. <laughs> wow. Well, what do you expect I, from I us? I give it like. You know, um, I'm gonna let Jeremy go after this, but um, we're gonna grade it. We're gonna grade. What y'all grade? I'm gonna give it a B minus. Okay. Just because, like, you know, you got some good key players that can fit on a very good team. Like, they can fit and play their role well on a good team. I agree. But the Hawks aren't a good team. We traded Dwight Howard. We're not gonna bring back Paul Millsap. We're back to lottery team status because Dennis Schroeder is the best player on the team now. And anytime Dennis Schroeder is the Damn, best player true. on the team, you're not going to go very far. So, I mean, it's just like they're, they're good players for a good team, but we aren't a good team. Go ahead, Jeremy. I give them a C plus. Uh, I feel like they just drafted more guys that are going to be guys that in a couple of years we're going to be like, okay, this is still boring like it was the last <laughs> six years. I, I mean, there is no box office material with these guys. They're just guys. Yeah, so you don't like John Collins? There's nothing about him at all? Yeah, no. He's a rebound. He can score on the inside. And I watched this guy play Duke. I watched him absolutely destroy Duke. Uh, yeah, thirty-one and okay. like nineteen okay. or something like that. Okay, and that's, that's all cool. But just when they drafted the guy, they showed his profile. I mean, he's a good guy, cool, but he's not. I think he's just solid. He's just a solid. He's guy. not gonna take We've had enough solid. We had we had Sheldon. He's nineteen Moore. though. Don't forget, he's nineteen. He's that's a lot. He can. Yeah. He's a young no, dude. No, no, he's no, a young no, no, kid. He's Paul Millsap. It's a wow. exactly. I mean, that's wow. Paul Millsap is boring, and he's not going to win you anything. Uh, and then, oh, and then, man. like when, when you choose between <laughs> Harry Giles and another boring player, I mean, Harry. Did you guys want Harry? No, I wanted. I wanted yeah. Harry. I was okay. No, we talked about this. We Harry I Giles wanted Harry. is a bust. Harry. Harry Giles is a bust. Why would you trust it? The, we you don't have to go that far back to see a good player uh, with some potential with a good background that has some knee issues to see it didn't work out. You could go back it's to last though. year. That Denzel Valentine, yes. the same exact thing happened with him, and you saw how that worked okay. out. Five points, one rebound. He is, he is. But Harry Giles ain't gonna be no better just because he's nineteen. Look at uh, Greg Olden. It's a I mean, okay, oh, fair enough. But look, shoot. you never know what you're gonna get between out of. those three: John Collins, Jared Allen. Did you guys want Jared Allen? People no. were talking about Jared Allen. So John Collins really was the best option out of all those guys no, because he no. can score. No, out of those two, out of those three, because he he's the only one that can really score. He can't shoot. It's, it's, he can't shoot, but exactly. he can spit it. No, look, look, look. He said he didn't shoot a lot. No, he said he, he didn't shoot it a lot. No, he's he gonna work on he it. He said he's gonna work. Yeah, they're gonna work on him. They gonna learn to shoot. It doesn't mean you can't shoot, but it just means they gotta work on it. They gotta get him a little bit more confident in it. That doesn't mean you can't shoot. Shooting, shooting. First of all, everybody. 
people get better on shooting. Paul Millsap yeah. probably didn't come into the league just being a shooter no, or whatever. You work a, Stop. All right, you go. No, he, re- he really was. Just a okay. Oh, you mean? Oh, I thought you meant now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets better on shooting. I mean, he was. People get better. It's the easiest thing to get better at basketball shooting. My point is. I'd rather swing and miss for the, and shoot for defenses than hit a with Harry Giles. With Harry Giles, that's well, you think swing. this was a safe pick? This was a safe pick. Okay. We've had safe before. That's why we ended up with Sheldon Williams. That's why we ended up with, <laughs> we ended up with Josh Ashford. Children. That's yeah. why. That's why this this line of thinking and this this kind of thinking. And, oh, we got to hit. We got to make sure we get a good decent player. That's why we are where we He's are. He's versatile. Right I, I mean, Hawks had nothing to lose with this pick, man. It's just like they really you know, didn't. Uh, Could they could have went for Giles? No, I was okay. Well, we agree. I yeah, like Giles. I want a job. I'm not no saying high was, school phenom just because he was a high school phenom. He plays like, like a Mario. Where's man. the line of thinking? Where's the logic? We yeah, got the upside. Uh, the what, upside is the logic. Name? The upside is yeah, Austin Rivers, Marvin Williams, all these high school phenoms that didn't do much in college. Wait, and Marvin, they drafted them anyway uh, because of what they did in high school. Okay. And they turned out to be nothing because they were nothing in college. There hasn't been one player that, that was good in high school. Lance Stevenson. Boom. Mm. What wasn't that good in college? No, he was okay. No, he had a good year. He, was, he had a good year in Cincinnati. He, he, he dropped in the draft because of his performance in Cincinnati. And he wasn't he, terrible, but he was. He was, was mean, the number his, one. His high ceiling in recruit. the NBA wasn't that good. He was like an All Star snub. That was his he was peak better in the than NBA. he was the better. He's better than anything the Hawks have right now on the roster. Lance is just Lance just doesn't have it up here, but he's hella talented. Lance could do a lot, but he just he's hasn't reached it anyway. Paul Lance is underrated. Well, not, no, <laughs> he's not better than Paul Millsap. He's not better than Paul Millsap. So you think Harry Jones would have been a Paul Millsap on the roster? He's not right now. Okay, then. <laughs> Slick is until he's gone. So you don't like Harry Giles? Oh, the the, the Hawks still tweeting about him. I, <laughs> I know. He's doing basketball drills. I, I got another like, one for you. Zach Randolph was another guy who went. He was really really highly ranked, ranked out of college, went to college, struggled, and then he got drafted based off his potential from college. And now he's a superstar. Uh-oh. A potential all-star. Hall of Famer. All-star. He's an all-star. All-star. Not he, superstar. Yeah, not superstar, but all-star. Not your words. <laughs> hey, in a couple years we're gonna play this back and when Harry Giles is oh, man, uh, I'm in, the, sick. in the youth not in the youth all-star game, but the uh, what is it, the futures all-star game, yeah, futures game. Yeah. and dropping forty-five and John Collins just barely making our rotation. <laughs> oh man. Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh. balled out in the futures game a couple years ago. He was going back and forth with Deion Waiters. Waiters. I remember that, that. That was like the most exciting part of his career. Yeah, true. But, <laughs> I mean, okay. All right, Dixon, come back. If you're listening to this, Tim, t- uh, props, T-H-J. Uh, but uh, Timmy Shimmy. Uh, yeah. You got the uh, – <laughs> well, man, well, oh, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan was a guy who was he, – he was supposed to be top five, and then he went to A&M, and then he dropped to the second round and turned out to be an uh, all-star. So, I mean, okay. But there's a, there's a, Giles, John. Giles – no. Job no. knees checked out well, too, man. That's what I'm saying. It's going to yeah. – look, look, bodies, you have to grow he into your body. It takes knees. a while. He has one. He, 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 he got check, two. He, he got two bad knees. He, Are you he, sure? He, he had one in, uh, in high school, 2013. Hey, I remember that one. And then he had one in uh, 15 or 16. Or he checked that one. Or no. he, wore, he wore one brace. All I saw was one brace last year. Also, it was one brace last year. Okay, he had two torn ACLs. But, you know, he played – he played – Four years of high school and became the number one recruit on one of those bad knees. He tore that knee his freshman year in high school. And, 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 and still was dunking. And still was out there dunking. He tore another one. And he averaged three points and three. Because he played games. eleven minutes per game. He didn't play. He played. He didn't play on much, a stacked man. Duke team. Come on, man. Like it doesn't matter. Your college, as far as I'm concerned. So who did you? Wait, wait, wait. Doesn't matter to me. But who did you want out of the three? You're okay with this, or you just say you didn't want Harry? Well, that's the one guy I didn't want. You didn't want John. 
Oh. Well, we didn't even project to get him. They didn't think they were going to get him. So I didn't even I didn't know about yeah. John Collins. I didn't think they were going to get him. Yeah, I just said Jared D- Allen. That's my G- DJ Wilson. DJ Wilson, Jared Justin, Allen, Justin Patton. Yes, Justin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, those be, guys were. To be honest, I, I didn't really like want any of them because I knew that they were all like like we said, kind of so, just so. rotational players, key players on a good team. I wanted to make a splash and make some trade, yeah. go for something. I got you. Do yeah. something like yeah. live a little hot. Like you try know to what get, like try to get <laughs> to the number one or two pick to get they, either Markel or Lamont no, or you know, like, He right. said he couldn't move up. They said they some, couldn't move up. They didn't have any offers to move up. So right. they only could do was stay either go backwards or stay where they at. But so it, that's it, the best we could have done. It, it's just like no, it is. Yeah. Well, from what they said, but, but from the like, offers they got, they it, said they didn't get anybody. It's like being a junior in college, and then you 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 the one that don't really go out to party, and all your friends saying you only. Got two more years in school. Live it up. Yeah. It's all part young. of Schlink's plan, Get I believe. It's, it's all part of Schlink's plan. Who they gonna, it up. Who they gonna move up with? Who do we have we could actually move up in the draft with? Baysmore? You, you gonna find gonna, out gonna move up. No, you no I'm not, not, but you're not gonna move up to like nine with future, Baysmore. No. Future, future draft picks. They got not, they had draft, six. Future draft pick Baysmore. And yeah. the pick we had to, to move a, up. You don't have to give a no, who's going to take that? That's the thing. You don't have to give a baseball. They, they, they had six picks pick. in the next two years. And, we got away. Yeah, we didn't know we're and, fine and, next and they were two years. they giving up picks for what? For Marco Bellinelli? So you're, you're back to the Dwight Howard <laughs> trade. Which Who felt we lost on that trade? Who felt we won? Well, I didn't ask you guys that. Anytime you give up the best player in the trade, you lost. Is he the best player in that trade? Yeah. Easily. Yeah, he's better than Plum. Well, oh, wait, hold on. That was a joke. My bad. <laughs> Jeez, man. He's the oh, future Hall of Famer. He is. He's the best player in that trade. Three-time um, defensive player of the year. Eight-time All-Star. But for what the Hawks trying to do, I can understand. But we talked about Dwight I can understand. But, but, I'm okay with the but, 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 but you could have got, got out more. They said they had other options, right? Like, like, like I completely understand trading Dwight Howard. Don't get it twisted. Oh, Just because I miss doesn't mean. I mean, it was reported. It makes obvious sense. It's the best thing for the team. It's just you could have got way more. And then, oh, yeah, I know what you about. It was reported that. Come on, they could have had, had, had other. They said that was the Viv, best. Yeah. You got to do a better job, man. I'm calling out Viv because Viv, he he talking about that Dwight. Um, it was a off the lock locker room situation. Come on, man. Oh, that was a terrible we, article. We've we been we've been around. Awful. Come on, man. And he pointed out three little things and like emphasize it. Come on, bro. Yeah. Like we we've been around the team too, man. And I that was a terrible you. article. No. About, yeah. That was no. false. It was false. Right. He he went out of his way to stay so under the radar last season because he knew from L.A. and Houston and Orlando at the end. What he'll what he'll do will get him some bad press and add to the bad Dwight narrative. Rashad, well said. Come on, bro. He was protected like we were talking about it before. He was prote- he protected himself in the media because he knew that everybody was looking for a soundbite or right. whatever him to go off. And all year he didn't go off. He never snapped. It, so that whole article about him and these he, him trying to divide the team and teammates it, were mad that it, he it's, didn't it's, speak it's up for players. It's a couple players on that team I can imagine that were upset with Dwight. No, no, oh, okay. that, that the Hawks don't like. Oh, He's okay. not one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way more. Yeah, that's not. That's not the guy. I just guess in the case of Dwight, he just got to stop hiding and just embrace it. The hate, embrace yeah. the hate. LeBron didn't want to. A lot of them don't want to. I, I don't look. Did LeBron ever embrace the hate wins in Miami? I, I guess you can say, but a lot of these superstars, they don't. I mean, KD, I guess he didn't. Oh, I don't yeah, know. If they you really know KD did. KD, I guess he had to embrace the hate, but those for different reasons. Why, why, but why is Dwight even in the same? Like, why is he? His expectations as high as those guys. I mean, they're not. This guy is thirty years old, right? Am I right? Thirty-one. Yeah, yeah 30, 32, hey, 31, 32. He's a, he's a, he's yeah. a thirty-one or thirty-two year old center. Eighteen. 
Like, normally centers at that age are starting to break down. He's still able to get out there and play every night. So, I don't get – He's serviceable, yeah. I don't even get why he's even having to protect himself. Like, he's, he shouldn't be that guy to be worried about anything because he's not a face of a franchise-type player. And we've known that since he went to the Lakers. So, But in the Hawks locker room, he's yeah. that guy. That's the only thing about it. I get it. But it's right. like, in that locker room, everybody ran to him he's first. But, you know, he, but that's the problem. Yeah, he should have. Paul Millsap had been there longer. I agree. He had been there. He was the, he was the guy I would consider mm-hmm. the face of the Hawks the last few years. Yeah. Even when Al was here, even when Jeff T was here, that that was the – I know I joke about Paul Millsap, but he was the franchise player when he was here for those three or four yeah. years. Oh, so, I don't get He was why, the best player on the team. I don't yeah, get, I don't get why player. people ran, didn't run to him. And yeah, lots of true. Charlotte fans are expecting that Dwight Howard is essentially going to be the exact same Dwight Howard as he was in Orlando and as he they was so in L.A. They were so excited when they were so excited. They were hyping up <laughs> all these shirts. like they were, they, they were printing, like, Dwight Howard shirts all over all over Charlotte. Uh, and not to mention, they were also printing out all those all those Malik Monk shirts, too. But that's a good pick for them. Oh, yeah, Charlotte's making the playoffs next year. That's and a great you know pick. why? The biggest reason? Because they're in the East. Because of Dwight Howard. Because nah, they're just, in the East. Because of Dwight Howard. The East just sucks, Or Kemba. Y'all, he, y'all like Kemba's now on the team? He, uh, without Dwight Howard, they, they don't make the Western Conference Finals. They were in the look, they were in playoff Houston, contention all last year. They don't make the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Josh Smith helped them out. But, but there, without, without Dwight Howard, the, the Lakers don't make the playoffs in 2013. The, Dwight was hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and he so, still averaged 17 so points Kobe, and 12 so rebounds. Kobe. We're not here to defend. Kobe, Kobe, no- Kobe tore his Achilles. In the game, they clinched the playoffs for them. Nah. They, 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 they clinched the playoffs after Kobe got hurt. Because of It was the last game. week. Kobe tore his Kobe Achilles. Tore his Achilles. He tore his Achilles in the second to last game of the. Well, that was like three games. It, it was three. Ga- it was two games left. So that, that that's when Kobe tore it. So he tore it right before they clinched. He still. But you're saying without Dwight, they don't make it. He Houston makes the playoffs because of Dwight, obviously. He's and he, actually Dwight played really well in Houston his first year. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I'll give him that. He had, we're not here to. Def- I mean, we know what Dwight's capable of. There's no exactly. knocking. We know I'm he's a Hall of Famer. Dwight, Dwight has, a, no, has a record of winning. I mean, yeah, he's won everywhere. Yeah, people just don't deny. like. Yeah, but people the ex, people want him to be more. And it's so, just I mean, I mean, they want him to win Charlotte and Charlotte with your boy Kimball Walker and the, pretty much the same team minus Jeremy Lin didn't make the playoffs last year. They were going to the make it next year. Courtney Lee. Courtney Lee. They were in the playoffs. Wait, were they not a top five seed for like the first start of the play? They were in yeah, the, They were playing really well, and then yeah, they dropped off later. Yeah, but yeah it's always injuries. Kimball get, you know, Kimble Kimble. gets hurt, and Batum gets Batum, hurt. That's what, yeah. I mean, Cody, that, Cody got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were there. They were there. It's just like injuries killed them, but they yeah. were already a good team. They're, they're, they're going to make it. They play it. defense. They're yeah. going back to the playoffs, and it's because of Dwight. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're definitely making it next year. The East is just weak, man. Don't try it like Dwight's a factor, man. You got Chicago's not going to make it, Atlanta's not going to make it. Indiana's not going to make it. You got Damn. five teams that are pretty much a lock. That's I, 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 still, I still can't count out the Hawks. Milwaukee. Yeah, sadly, I think the Hawks still can make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. I really feel like they yeah. can make the playoffs. Me too. It maybe has a seventh seed, but hey, playoffs is playoffs. I feel yeah. like the, the Hornets won the trade because I would have demanded that number 11 pick because now you gave them Dwight Howard and then you gave them probably the. I didn't want that 31 pick to be gone. That's I, what it irritates me about I, that trap. That 31 I, pick, I, I was like, yo. I wanted to switch spots with them from 19 to 11 if I was going to do that deal. I mean, True. they got. They I'm sure they add, they, I hope they ask. They got Malik Monk. That's a future all star type talent. That guy's going to average 17 next year. Wait, so you wanted them to give uh, we us give up Dwight the nineteenth for and who else? Do we, no, no, and for the eleventh pick, right? right. And yeah. well, I guess nobody. Well. I'm with I'm with uh, Rashad when I said there was a move to be made. They made it right. prematurely, but they made it with the, for the wrong pick. They could have waited till draft. You didn't. They could have waited till draft. They could have made the trade 
when they made the trade and just demanded we at least swap, swap spots. I got you. In yeah, the yeah, it's just uh, like the that. Hornets gave up nothing essentially. They really didn't. Marco yeah. Bellinelli and they, I mean, we got a bad contract from um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, Plumley. Plum- yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I, like I mean, Marco's essentially their draft pick from last year. Try you know, yes. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> the only thing I just hate about the, I mean, the thing I hate about the trade mm. is just uh, the fact that he got 12 extra million for 2018-2019. Meanwhile, Charlotte's gonna have a big 23 million dollar expiring contract next year, and you know, Charlotte's in, been capped. They're capped out right now. With the white now. Yeah. yeah okay. They, okay. They were capped out before then, you know, because really? of the the, uh, the Plumlee trade. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, they. Plumlee's at what? 13 a year. Yeah, 12. 12, 30. okay, 12 years, yeah. How much does Batum make? I know he got a big deal. Like, it's like, like two years 20. Year. That's what I thought it was going to be oh, in there. I thought it was going to be, I thought I read Batum at first was in the trade. I thought it was, we were getting Batum. Uh, I was like, uh, that's a good wing defender. I mean, guy, wing defender. If he stay healthy. Yeah, if he, yeah, true. I, I, he stayed at ankles, man. It's like. He gets hurt a lot. He got hurt in Portland yeah, a good that, bit. That's yeah. an overrated key player. Yeah, what? Just, Batum's he's good. He's he can shoot three. He's a good role. He's a good, role, yeah. He's good, but I think. He's like Ariza, Trevor Ariza to me. He gets a little more hype than he deserves. Exactly. Trevor Reza was another one of those guys that got a little more hype than what he deserves. Because he's a good defender. He played, he Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza Trevor champion. Was good. champion. Trevor, 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 Trevor Ariza was very inconsistent, and he showed up in contract years. You talking about L.A. or you talking about Houston? I'm talking about both. Everywhere. Oh, everywhere? <laughs> Every time he was up for that contract, he started balling out. Oh, they all do. Every all they play. Um, yeah, yeah nah. but, but some people some people go all the time. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I, I like Ariza's. I mean, he's versatile enough, but I feel you. He's like a poor man's. Eagle Dollar in a way. I was say that. The poor man's Eagle Dollar. I want Eagle Dollar in Atlanta. Yeah, he's oh. not. It's too expensive. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want Rudy Gay or Eagle Dollar. Like at this point, it's like it's pointless. Yeah, Eagle Dollar fits Golden State. That's why. say they want Rudy nah, Gay. I don't want Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Who's saying? Nah, the Rudy Gay thing. Stop. Yeah, yeah he's it, just coming off of. No, nah, like, I don't want. Rudy. I didn't want Rudy Gay before the injury. Hawks act, so Hawks I don't want like, like, like Kings fans. They were just excited by we're anybody with a name. Yeah, anybody, we're just desperate for a wing that could shoot. Yeah, that's really all we are. Anybody who can shoot. Well, they desperate for anybody in Sacramento, David. After 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 giving away Boogie for pretty much. Nothing. I mean, they, they had three first round picks so for some bubble They didn't give it away right. for nothing. They 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 look pretty nice now. Yeah, Who does? Uh, the Kings. Yeah. Yeah, that tenth pick trade was nice. I, I give them the net. That was that was nice. Turned down to Justin Jackson and Harry Giles. <laughs> but um, Harry Giles. And then they had Harry Giles. Harry Giles. The fa- fastest guard in the draft. Yeah, oh, who? De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sa- Sacramento had a good draft, but you know they they just ruined all their good young players. Yeah, so they got to be worn out by next year. But yeah, yeah Buddy Hill will he'll rub off on them. Who surprised got, you the most in the top? But they got Jaeger. He's a pretty good coach, so I, I think they'll be okay. It's just Jaeger came from Memphis, right? Yeah, Memphis. yeah okay, okay. He them boys yeah. playing hard. He does go. He just got to start looking for jobs. Who, who's the top <laughs> ten? Surprised you on the top ten? Like, who, who fell? I was, Monk, it was Monk. Yeah, Monk, Monk surprised Monk. you the most. Mm-hmm. Why didn't New York take Monk? I got, or Dennis Smith? Feel like big point. Feel like big point guards. But like, that guy, when the, we, I never even see. I mean, look, he might turn out to be like Tony Parker or whatever. But I've never seen this dude. He had yeah. nine points in the championship game. The you night saw? He, got <laughs> he just yeah, he can't. He had nine points in the night he got drafted in the championship. Oh, game. stop but it! But you gotta think about like these. Tells you all you need to know. Go ahead. Think <laughs> about the European games. These guys don't play a lot of minutes like NBA. These guys. Like, it's a different style of game too. Yeah, They're a lot more controlled too uh, yeah, overseas. They don't, they don't play that many minutes. It's uh-huh. like no matter how good you are, like it's uh, it's. I don't understand it, but they really don't. They barely play. Uh, I, I don't understand. Just not. If I'm the New York Knicks, I'm gonna take the kid that just averaged 17 in college. Uh, 
I don't I don't care about some guy in France playing. Monk is a yeah. I, I would have taken Dennis Smith or Malik Monk and I would have ran to the podium to give them. That's why I don't get the Smith. I, I would have ran to the podium and said, "Give me, give me, give me Malik." Can I get <laughs> both? It's, it's the triangle. Right? Malik. It's there. Like Dennis Smith's a bad fit. Malik had been for a, that, but get rid of the, Malik would have been perfect. Yeah, Malik would have been perfect at point Malik, guard. Yeah, well, yeah. But you know that size, you know, he like the size, like Ron Harper. He do. He do. Yeah. It weren't well, Malik's six four, but I keep thinking he's taller than six four. He plays. Reason. He plays. Yeah, like taller. he looks taller. He can he jump out of the gym. Yes, he can. And he can shoot. So, they weren't uh, thinking. They're trying to find Frank, out ways to get rid of Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, Frank got that seven foot wingspan, and I was like, dang, a point guard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ain't yeah. Derek Fisher like six foot flat? Derek Fisher? Yeah, he was. That was something I thought. He's also a snake. And everybody kept saying he is. Facts. That was a but but that, that's something that that I I thought about like the entire time. Everybody's like, he likes big point guards in the triangle, and I was like, what? Yeah, Fisher Fisher. Big point. How big is Steve Kerr? Oh, true. Steve Kerr won championship rules as a, he was six three. Yeah, I six mean, three. that's not a big point guard though. That's that's Steph Curry essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy look same at, thing. Like, that's true. You yeah. don't need a big, big. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it like Phil's comments about these players and stuff. That's what he. Phil hasn't. Phil probably has never seen half these kids play. They say he fell asleep at the workout. He was falling asleep at somebody's workout. Uh, what the heck? He, he <laughs> fell asleep on the subway and someone took picked it. Yeah, that was right. Washed, extra washed. One well, thing I can say, I do like his drafting, <laughs> but I do not like his free agency stuff. Yeah, he doesn't do. What is he? What is? Why is Phil there? Like, why is he still? I thought I thought by the end of the year he'll be gone. I really thought he was going to be gone. I thought he'll just no. walk away. I thought he'd be like, uh, all right, Man. I'll pick up. Somebody tell Phil just go back to L.A. already. Retire and go back to L.A. Go home. Maybe, maybe go home. Ain't having go that. home, Roger. <laughs> Man, Dolan, Dolan don't want to admit he wrong, man. Yeah, it was like Phil finna get $12 million for the next two next years. Next two years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. When's the contract up? It's two years. He just got a two-year extension. <sighs> Look, man, shout out to all y'all Knicks fans. I feel sorry for y'all, but – well, actually, I don't because we got more problems here in Atlanta, so whatever. At least – At least Atlanta's building Atlanta. for something. We're building something, but it's Yo, still – Philly is the next Eastern Conference champion. Ben Simmons. I mean, after Cleveland. The feds. That's what they call themselves now. We forgot Boston. Philly, Philly, Philly is the next Eastern y'all, Conference y'all champion. Y'all in Cleveland. Boston. Y'all need to stop being so disrespectful to Boston. Cleveland – uh, Philly, Boston, Cleveland, Boston. Say Boston. Say the word Boston. Philly. Say Boston. Philly got made the playoffs. Milwaukee. <laughs> Philly. Nobody's even saying Spell Milwaukee. Bo- Spell, Boston. Boston. Spell Boston. Spell Boston. P-H-I-L-A-M-E-L-P-H-I-A. We got the biggest Boston hater ever. Like, ever, yo. Philly got made the playoffs first, man. There's so many. Yeah, exactly. got the number one. The number one seed. folks. You got the next LeBron James and Ben Simmons. I me, I like Isaiah it. Thomas. You heard about Isaiah Thomas? You heard about that dude? I like you it. got Joel Embiid, the future <laughs> of the NBA. Okafor? You got Hello. Okafor Open coming the bench, off the bench. Come on the bench. Sarik. I just, yeah, a, a Sarik, one of the uh, few foreign guys that has worked in the NBA in the last few years. I you mean, got uh, who else? Uh, um, Robert Covington. I wish we could. I, I still. I always tell you. I he, wish he we don't count. He, he don't would be count. so good in Atlanta. He, he, he's a good shooter, man. He, he's he's a key player. I love he, he's one of them key players. You yeah, know what I'm is. saying? And he's 25 already. I mean, uh, you know, so so it's like, <laughs> is he, is he, damn, his career's over. It's like, 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 like are, are you really about to be around? Like when when the Philly makes this run? Yes. No. Yeah, he's he gonna be 30, bro. He's gonna be like, you know, what I'm saying Vince Carter. Why am I talking about Philly and Boston? Don't forget about the team up in Minnesota that just basically stole. Jimmy Butler and how do we feel about oh, that trade? How do we feel about that trade? That that just made them 
you know, I picked them to be fifth or sixth seed last year. Many? Oh, you? Ooh, I don't remember that. I don't I remember did. that. I did. But now, oh, it's not over. Just because they traded. I mean, I'm not saying with just Jimmy Butler, they're going to make the playoffs. I'm saying that. They got to make some moves. Now, mm-hmm. they. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Paul, Paul Millsap will be in a Timberwolves jersey. Oh, I, I, I think it'd be a Nuggets uniform. No. Uh, then oh, yeah. oh, go they're going to make the playoffs, and then they're going to be a top five seed. This is what you're over the next for this next year. Over oh, this next year, okay. Paul so they're going to make the playoffs. Paul, Paul Millsap and Jimmy Butler will be in Timberwolves uniform, and they will both be key parts to a team that will make the second round in the West. Wow! Mm-hmm. So I was just about first. to say, if you were going to call Western Conference Finals for the for the Wolves, June twenty fourth. Still too young. Still too young. Still too still too young. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Chicago lost big on that trade. Yeah, they, I lost, think, they, they lost Chicago big. I think they won. lost big. Chicago won. Chicago won. How? How? Chris Dunn How? is one of the best young point guards Chris in the league. Chris Dunn can shoot. That's what I'm saying. Zach Levine, one of the uh, the, the young Bryson athletic players. He was off a torn ACL. Okay, yeah, he was he was hurt Contract last year. He, he was hurt last David, year. David, we we on this one. He was together. hurt last I, year. I just thought, but 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 Levine got the potential. Y'all were so big on potential about ten minutes ago. Oh, oh, oh yeah, bro. But wasn't you just talking about knees a minute ago too? I, I was talking about okay, one knee versus two bad knees. What you want? <laughs> I take one bad saying, knee. Giles, Giles can do knee athleticism. You know, true. He's yeah, a big, wait, wait, oh. to average three points and three rebounds. Zach Levine. It, it, it's a Levine. Levine, however you I know. I don't know how to say. Either. Yeah, yeah, but, but that, but that's a young boy. He gonna be good, man. Oh, yeah, that's a young he, boy. He, he gonna be good. He, he can shoot the ball and he can dunk. Obviously, <laughs> no. Stop, stop that. the conversation right now. Why? Because Zach Levine was the kind of player that I'm talking about here at Giles, man. He was a guy that did not do anything in college. He didn't. He averaged but, eight but, points. But, but in college. he did something no, no, no. his rookie year. No, no, no. We, my, we seen he can play in the Harry league. Giles isn't in his rookie year yet. My point is, Harry Giles ain't gonna do nothing. Zach Levine was highly recruited and he did nothing in. College. He added. He averaged like eight points per game. Came eight on. points versus three points. What you want from a big one knee versus two knees? What you want? Okay, I'm just telling you. It's there is a precedent. Their girls want both. Shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. was played better without him. They put Brandon Rush in the lineup. They played better without him. Look at this. I don't think Levine was. Oh look, Levine. I mean, he was cool. Levine can shoot the ball, bro. Uh, defense. Look, I know okay. they want to tip up. My thing, they, I just don't feel like they got they, enough they shooting. Don't, they don't even play defense in the NBA overall, like in general. The so people, the like people, no, anymore. the two teams, the guy who the people who just won the national, I mean, the, national, the, the, the NBA uh, championship, the, play they, the best defense they, in the league. Right, right. So yeah, you got to play defense to win. Right. Okay. okay. Come on now, let's okay. be fair. Okay. You got to play something. They're right. not gonna play anything. You, uh, who's done good to guard? Who's Levine good to guard? They got ways about to opt out. Not opt out, but he's about to. And then they got they got buy out draft picks. Say again? And then they got them first round draft picks. Butler was they going to They got Patton. Who did they get Patton? Oh, one minute. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no Chicago gave got, up a first just, round pick. They swapped first round picks. That's all they had. Yeah. That's yeah. all. They didn't get any future picks. They just swapped first round picks. Yes. And and, and and I still think Minnesota got the better player in, in Justin Patton. You don't, so, you don't give up a first round pick, get rid of your star player that has a good reputation and can actually play with. I don't get that. Well, no, I ain't giving up Jimmy, man. That no, was stupid to me. Saying, like, well, with Jimmy, he was he was over it. He was over it. He got frustrated he with Hoiberg, but Hoiberg is the right. problem. But I don't think they respect Hoiberg. I don't care what happened in that first round. I know Rondo got hurt. Right. But did, I just think at the end of the day, they still don't trust Hoiberg. Didn't he request a trade? No. no, he wanted to. Stay. He got no. He got frustrated. No, he I, just I, got frustrated. I know. I know. He said he wanted to stay as opposed to going to Cleveland or something. But I thought he requested a trade. I don't remember. That. I just remember. No. The, I remember I him and Hoyberg had to meet up and they had to talk because they had to talk and, things and, out. And then he took himself out the game. <laughs> yeah, he was it, over. It was it. some stuff, man. Yeah, it was. It was. He called Hoyberg. He called Hoyberg soft. 
from he's been calling soft since he hired. Well, him. he went from Tibbs to that. I would call. I mean, it's kind of hard to follow up on Tibbs. Tibbs makes everybody look kind of soft. Going back to top. Back to Tibbs. Right. Back now to he's going back to Tibbs. He respects a guy like Tibbs. He's going to be fine just in that yeah, offense. Yeah, Bulls should not have gave up that first round pick. It just don't make any sense. You have a All Star player and give up Justin Patton. I don't. I don't think they I don't got. A, I don't think I don't they got that. enough. They didn't get enough, but I think I, I do like them getting Chris Dunn and Zach Levine because I feel like both of those guys are future All Stars. But I mean, maybe I like Dunn coming in. I was. He just had a terrible rookie year. He just he can bounce back. He can't shoot, but he yeah, can create. When you can create, like Kyrie couldn't shoot <laughs> coming out. Kyrie was not a shooter like he is now. Coming out, Kyrie could score though. He Kyrie was score. always a scorer. Exactly, though. Chris yeah, Dunn a is score. a scorer. Okay. Having, Le- having LeBron James as your teammate definitely helps Kyrie. But maybe uh, he'll fit better in Hoiberg's system because we'll it's see. more wide open. It's more wide open. Yeah, Thibodeau's real slow and they. Yeah, they like uh, the, yeah. That's Jimmy Butler style. He needs to play in a methodical, like half court style. That is Jimmy buckets, man. Shout yeah, out to just Jimmy. understand, no one's gonna beat Philly in a couple of years. What about Boston, Boston, though? Boston. Yeah, I know. I'm so scared of them. Boston is nowhere close to being a contender. I'm so scared of Boston. I'm saying LeBron leaving. (laughs) Ben Simmons is the next LeBron James. If he plays. Ben Simmons is the next LeBron James. What about Milwaukee? Blake Griffin. I can see Milwaukee beating Philly. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody, everybody forgetting Milwaukee? Milwaukee really is like a point guard away. Yeah. Oh, no. They, they, uh, they, they, they're they, a point guard. In the sh- they just they, need they, one they, more they shooter, just, dog. They just love drafting them Um, what the Hawks used to draft them. Six, nine boys. They could play uh, two through four. I'm telling you, they put Milwaukee pieces does? around Giannis. Yeah, they, I'm telling you, Milwaukee going to be the truth. That team won't even they be did. together in a year or two, man. I feel like Jabari Parker's going to leave. I feel like he's destined they to go back to Chicago. I wish his knees were just And I feel like Giannis is not going to stay there forever either. So I don't feel like they're as long-lived as Philly. He's going to Unless he don't see some change. Unless he don't see a change. Free going to the Knicks. Is Jason Kidd, is it his fault or what? Is it Jason Kidd's fault for what's I mean, anything? I, I think he's done an okay job. I think Jason Kidd's done oh, he's, what he's, he's working he's with. He's done a great job. Okay, he's, that's he's not playing. Jason Kidd. Yeah, I, like, I thought Jason Kidd's done I think, I think playing in Milwaukee is going to get old. It always does. Yeah. It does. Ray like, Allen. Like a couple years ago, they had, they had <laughs> I could have sworn they had a promising <laughs> team when they gave the Hawks that series, but yeah. nothing ever materialized. After that. So... They it's hard to keep their stars there. I mean, Milwaukee has a tough right. time keeping their stars. It's true. Right, because well, yeah, it's Milwaukee. Um, I mean, it's just so many question marks with Philly. I mean, it's, I really can't say. You know, Toronto's getting old. You know, they Boston, Kyle Lowry now. Yeah, yeah. They, got, they got Boston's getting old. Milwaukee's got question marks. You know, Jabbar keeps getting hurt. And then Washington, you know, they just talking junk. They're not, you know. You I, wish, I wish they would do something with John Wall. Washington is a team. They need to help John. I'm gonna help John Wall out I, I, I some give, way. I, give, I don't I give, understand I it. I give up on Washington. You know, they had Ernie Grunfield. He was there when Michael Jordan was there, Damn. and Gilbert Arenas was there. He couldn't win with them. So he's hey, not going that now. He's yeah, going with John Wall. He's going to give Otto Porter twenty five million dollars a year, and we supposed to expect this glorified Tayshawn Prince to become a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what he is. Yeah, That's really what Otto is. And I love Otto coming out of Georgia. I thought he was about to be the truth. I was I like, I yo, I don't understand Grandfield. You get yeah. you, they go out to Horford and strike out on him. You got Marston Gattato on your roster making twelve million dollars, and then you're like, oh, we're going to sign Mahimi for sixteen million dollars a year. Yeah, I, don't, no. I don't understand. Those are not the guys. That's that's not going to help John Wall at all. That's, like that's not going to put him over the top. Over John Wall needs a bench. He just needs somebody on a bench who can actually score. And then they trade right. their first round pick for uh, yeah. Why they said for what? What was for, it for? for Bohan for Bohan for the Nets? Bogdanovic. Bogdanovic. I don't want. Oh, no for this year. For this, oh, that's how they got Bohan this year. Okay, that's how they got this year. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Okay okay. I take that back because he he kind of splashed on the Hawks. Who? Yeah, he was splashing on us. Bo. Bohan. But. 
<laughs> I, I, I was saying earlier, I didn't want nobody from Brooklyn Nets. And then I was like, but that boy was flashy. Rajon said the name again. Why Oh, no, no, right on. Why Iron? Yeah, he was at their splash. I hate it for, for a while. He needs to leave. But knowing him, the way he was acting when Reggie Jackson got that contract. He didn't like he's, that, boy. He's gonna and get I don't that, blame him. He's going to get that big $200 million contract and mm-hmm. stay and never get no ring. Bradley Bill, stay. Yeah, he's staying. No okay. He, he, he got I'm okay stay. with Bradley Bill. I, I, I kind of, I've grown to. I used to debate who was better between him or Clay Thompson. There was that time. I, used to, I didn't know. I was like, all right, and then I was like, nah. I think Clay, ain't much of a debate now. He's a he's a better creator than than Clay, but I would take Clay over. Bradley over Bill said, now if he tears his hamstring or anything up again, he's volume shooter, volume, volume shooters. shooters. What they talk about in that barbershop episode? There's a lot of volume shooters in NBA. That's that just getting it's getting you know whatever they getting all the shine, but really just putting up a whole bunch yeah, of shots. For, what, which is what Rudy Gay was, which is what Atlanta wanted. I don't get that. Why we want somebody to come that's gonna jack a whole bunch of shots, but whatever. We I, already have TSJ. We got TSJ. Are y'all uh, excited? Y'all think how, how much should we give TSJ this offseason? If they let him stay, yeah, I give him forty. Forty. Forty in five years? Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Forty for one year. No, nah, nah, I'm just saying. He's gonna get, he's gonna get about twenty. 20, 20 million years. With Millsap leaving, because I think we all know Millsap's not coming back. Right? Yeah, he's Can no, we all he's agree? So I think we've known that he's not coming back. Well, there's no Never. guarantee that Hardaway will be back. You know, it just comes down to like a shrink wants to spend that much money on him. Because who's know, priority though? Who's priority? Is it is it uh, Timmy or Millsap? Because he says he's not going to give Millsap the max, but it's Timmy. Neither one of them scrubs. I mean, Tim Hardaway. I thought you about to say this. Tim Hardaway is a glorified six man. He's not. He's not no two way starter like we need. He does come better. He does do better coming off the bench. It's, just, it's true. It's he true. Does, he does do better. He shows those flashes and get people excited. He dunks on. He does right. one of them dunks a couple times. And How then, did we not make the Eastern Conference Finals with Joel Johnson, Josh Smith, and Jamal Crawford? I guess the system, the coaching system. Yeah, Mark, yeah Mark that was Woodson. a really good team. That, I'm, that, that's my favorite Hawks team. That was cool. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, but if that team had Bud, they would have made these. Yeah, that little. Oh, Bud got a compliment. Nice. Yeah, the ISO ball ain't gonna work. Yeah, man. that's not. Yeah, that's all that we did was ISO, which is I know Jamal Crawford loved it, but same thing. That ain't gonna get you. <laughs> that ain't gonna get you nowhere. He's, <laughs> Jamal Crawford danced for twenty four sec, three twenty three seconds. <laughs> Toronto got to figure out. You know they got ISO ball up there. Yeah, they got their payroll's horrible. <laughs> the they got Ibaka. They said they got. Remember when they got PJ Tucker and, and Ibaka? They thought they were about to win the whole thing. <laughs> Before we leave, I want to say Houston is a sleeper to contend with Golden State next year. If if because because they talking about getting Larry, they talking about getting Chris Paul, they talking about getting Blake Griffin. If they get two of them boys, they don't have no money right now. No, okay, even that's not good enough. You, you still you still have. <laughs> he thought about it. He said never. Mind. You still got the, the, the boy with the uh, mohawk as your center. And that that's not good enough. I mean, they, they don't really have any. But who's the who's the boy with the Mohawk? Oh, um, Capella. 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 Yeah. Capella. Hey, but Houston don't have any money. They got to gut their team. You know, they Capella gave, be running like he ain't got gave, shoes on. They gave Ryan Anderson twenty million dollars <laughs> last year, twenty million a year. Then you got Eric Gordon getting like thirteen plus. Million they might trade year. him. They said man, oh, let man. him or no, Lou will go. He finally Lou, had yeah. a good year. Eric what, Gordon. Eric Shouts out to Eric Gordon. Had finally. KG called him trash. Remember that? Trash. I'm just like. Can't you call anybody trash? True. 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 I would hate to hate my trash. <laughs> so I'm just like, if you got your team, what are you gonna have? Just the star point guard and a yep. bunch of scrubs and, and Harden. <laughs> yeah, that's really what it. Harden's yeah. a point guard. Now. I don't know how long he could be point guard. You can you win with Harden as point guard? Oh, I mean, like, no, okay. no, not in the West. I'm just ask it. Damn. No, <laughs> no <the> West. <laughs> okay. Honestly, that's what the Warriors are gonna be. I mean, they're not gonna be able to pay their bench what they need to. I mean, yeah. Are we being? Are we? Are we like? Are we being for real here? Yeah. Like it's, it's not like they're gonna win seven more championships. They're going to win next year, maybe. And then they may have a chance to contend the next year. 
And then after that, you know, the boys, the, the starters are going to get old. And then they don't have a bench. So, yeah, so Clay's going to be a free agent in two years. He's going to want over 30 he's million. He's going to want his Clay, money. I, think, I feel like he's the one going to leave. I think Clay's going to yeah, I think Clay's <laughs> going to leave. Yeah. Clay going to the Hawks. You putting uh, out there right now? Go ahead, Travis say it. Slink bringing Clay Thompson to the Hawks. Well, Blake Griffin coming to the Hawks. I heard he might come. Didn't Man, Slink no say we would be the Warriors in seven years? We, don't we have space for Blake Griffin? Do we not? Have, we got. We can well, sign we, him. We got space yeah. now because he's gonna take up a lot of the cap, right? Yeah, yeah. he's gonna take up all the cap space. <laughs> <laughs> Blake Griffin play with nine people. Blake hey, Griffin gonna, start off at twenty nine mil. He, he gonna sell about ten thousand tickets a game. Hey, yo, are you coming to a Hawks game with Blake Griffin as the poster of Atlanta? Y'all coming to a Hawks game? Jeremy says yes. I would. Anybody else? I would. I wouldn't. I watch. Damn. What? <laughs> they gotta do more than that, no, Dennis and, Dennis Blake Griffin and, and Dennis Schroeder as your come on, come on bro. Don't don't even say don't even come on, bro. What I say? What I do? Blake Griffin and Blake Griffin. All right, that's it. And Torian Prince. Man, Blake Griffin. This knows. is this is Blake Griffin, and these are the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blake Griffin gonna be in a suit. Yeah, be a suit. Oh, <laughs> uh, if we get Blake, that's the thing about. I don't want Blake because the injuries. I, I'm cool right. actually on that. I, gotta, I've seen enough of it as a tortured Chris Paul fan. My, Miami trying to bring up so many rumors like through the Gordon they, they got a plug trying to get him. They like, oh yeah, we, yeah tell, tell the people we gonna get uh, Hayward. Tell the people they ain't gonna Just some get old dudes nobody. Sitting. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what they be doing with the with the team uh, up north, the uh, the green team and the Lakers. They, they the just green, be like, the oh, green uh, team uh, up be north. Like, put, put out this rumor. Put wow. out this rumor. And they do it until it happens. They put the best. <laughs> the, the Boston team you're talking about. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll clarify that for anybody listening. He was talking about Boston. He won't say the word Boston for obvious reasons. He's a true to Atlanta to the core. He was born in a jersey of I ain't talking about Dominique that, jersey. That, that racist town in Massachusetts. Damn, See, no, I, oh, See, now what I have to help. Now I have to, yeah, I got to side with you because you know. Shout uh, out to PK Soup. Yeah, race, racism. <laughs> <laughs> racism is everywhere, man. There you go. See, look at that. Yeah, just, you can't say I got help with at the Hawks game. I'm lying. Nobody but. wants to talk about Boston around here for obvious reasons that I won't get into. Boston. First, first seed, right? And they're not Number just basketball seed. related. You remember that? You remember that number one seat? It wasn't the Hawks playing in the – okay. All right. You don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, let's write this thing up. All I remember is Cleveland breezing through the Eastern Conference playoffs and then getting trashed in the finals. <laughs> That's it? Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> Rashad got issues, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> your boy NBA is my Twitter. Let's wrap this up. Shout out to Kenny Anderson, man, Mr. Chibs, for calling in. Big ups to you, my man. Um, Boston. Uh, my name, uh, oh, not my name, but my website, RashadMilligan.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the official Tony Delk. <laughs> Jeremy Johnson, Clark underscore Kent underscore 75. UJ is overrated. <laughs> Why you got to sneak little stuff in there, man? Oh, we could have just ended the show. And we I'm still just, salty about you said somebody. Just, you said somebody LSU. Okay. You said somebody LSU a couple weeks ago. I ain't let it go. Find right. a quarterback. Okay. All right. All right. Here all we right. go. We're going to do that later. Right. David Norwood at Dior 90. Uh, <laughs> War Eagle. Yeah, we the real. Oh, no. No, no. We're the real Tigers. They at least have a quarterback. <laughs> We're the real Tigers. Y'all ain't got one. no quarterback. Yeah, we got Georgia. Auburn got one. Y'all ain't got no damn quarterback. Yeah, we finna dust Georgia this year. Okay. Oh, yeah, you go. <laughs> there we go. Like they like they got beat last year when they were ranked in the top five. Didn't y'all, exactly. didn't y'all lose on a hell, man? man. <laughs> I know exactly the solution, by the way, to Rashad's troubles with the Dwight Howard deal. Just show him a picture of that interview that he did with Simone Manuel, his girl.
Oh, That's yeah. Here, Muppet yeah. Nation. That's yeah, yeah. Muppet let's bring Nation. that up. Let's bring Absolutely. that up. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Simone, call my boy. Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Grand Beyond the W. Check it out. Peace. ATL, baby. Call him. Simone. I don't know why she has to let show got your number. Oh.